where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Excited to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Ben Johnson, the Memphis Redbirds manager, joining us now here on the show. Ben, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for hopping on with us this morning. How are you doing today? Uh, doing great. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, we're here in Durham. It's a beautiful day. It's 72 degrees out and sun shining and looking forward to some baseball this evening. Life is good. Hey, Ben, I wanted to ask you about one of the guys that's really impressed down there in AAA. You've probably heard of him uh, a little bit. Nolan Gorman. Uh, turns out he's a good baseball player. What have you seen from him to start off this season? It seems like he's off to a great start for you guys. He's off to a great start, and, and Nolan is a pretty good little player. And uh, what I've seen from Nolan is just, you know what? The bat speaks for itself, but what I've seen from Nolan is he's been really, really good at second base. Um, he's made the transition. And I'm so proud of this young man because he works so hard. And, uh, you know, it was a question mark for me initially, but no longer. This kid can play second. He can play second in the big leagues. And, um, you know, I feel like soon enough or here pretty soon he's going to impact our major league club because the kid can play. Ben, you've been around plenty of guys who have come up through the farm system and grooming their way to make it to the majors. When do you know as a manager that a certain player is ready for the big leagues? You know, it, it, <laughs> I look at their routine. I look at how they go about their, their day-to-day. You know, is it – and that really stands out for me. Tommy Edmond was a young kid who stood out for me. Uh, Tyler O'Neill stood out for me. Um, and it was all in their routine. Their routine prior to, their, to the game was in line with where it was supposed to be. It was quality over quantity. And, uh, you know, that's, that's one thing that, that, that I look for. And, and, and um, you know, and that's one thing that we are polishing with Nolan right now. Hey, we're cleaning his routine up, and, and he's getting there. And, and uh, you know, he's maturing. So that is, that's what I look for. I, I, I want to see how these guys work prior to – to, to the work. <laughs> ben, when you look at what uh, Gorman has done for you guys down in AAA, if I'm not mistaken, he's got some time at second base, but he's also working at DH as well occasionally. What has that been like for him to make that transition day-to-day as well with the potential of not going out into the field? I know that can be tough on some guys, only having their bat be what's in the lineup. It is. It is tough. You know, it's because uh, it's some players have a hard time you know, separating 
the two. And what I mean is, is you know, when they hit and, and, and let's say their bat doesn't go well, they get to go out on defense and kind of help the club in that way. So it's, it takes a, you know, it, it takes a kind of a unique type player, unique hitter to, to be able to thrive in that position. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I feel like uh, Nolan doesn't have an, uh, you know, he's, he's pretty comfortable with it. For the most part, we, we put him in DH to give him a blow because uh, he plays a lot. Um, but, you know, he's, he's doing just fine. He's, he, he doesn't have a problem with that, uh, you know, kind of with that change of routine. Ben, is there a way that players can prepare for that role? Because it's so new in the National League and so many guys go through the system and go through the draft and with teams to where they're expecting to be an everyday player at a position playing defense just as much as offense. So can you, is there anything players can do to prepare for that role if they are asked to do it at the majors? Well, you know, it's, it, I would say that's a good question. I, you Players, it, 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 like I said, it, it, it kind of is, is from it, it works on an individual basis. Um, and I'll just speak on Juan Yepes. Juan Yepes takes to the DH role. Um, it's, it's something that he doesn't have a, a, an issue transitioning into. Uh, he's comfortable in that spot. He has a routine to where throughout the ball game, when we're playing defense, he'll go down to the cage and take some swings off the tee and, and, and maybe get some front toss from our hitting coach. Um, so that's what, you know, I kind of, I kind of, you know, stress is that if, even when you are DHing, there's a, you know, there's a routine that you can put in play and, you know, you can kind of find a way to, to make the most out of that. Um, but it, it, it comes, it's an individual basis. Some players take to it, I say, you know, uh, more naturally than others, um, and, and uh, for the most part, though, a lot of guys that do play every day, when you do put them in the DH role, they're, they are just fine with having a blow, you know, um, just to kind of get off their feet a little bit. But it, it's not easy for everyone. A lot of guys want to a lot of guys want to play both sides of the ball. So it's uh, it's not easy for everyone. Memphis Redbirds manager Ben Johnson is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Uh, ben, you mentioned Juan Yepes. He was a guy that, I, as you can probably imagine, we've talked a lot about in the offseason and then coming into this year. In terms of what you're looking for from him this year to take that next step as a hitter, uh, what are some of the things that you are you guys are looking for from Juan Yepes? Just continuing to mature, and he's on the right. I mean, he's really on the right track. Juan is, is maturing as a hitter. Um, you know, he does so many things well, and, and he's a big guy with a lot of power, but this is one thing that stands out to me. Uh, Juan has such a great two-strike approach. I mean, he shorts his swing down, uh, he cuts his stride down, and he really battles. Um, and, you know, a lot of big men don't don't – don't do that very well. And, and that's, what's most impressive with Juan is that he really, you know, he gives you professional at bats, uh, quality ABs throughout the entire game. And, uh, you know, that's what we want to see more of. And that's what he's doing. He's right on track. He's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, to what he's going to do in the future and, and, and what he's going to do for our big club soon, man. He's the kid's a hitter. He's just a natural hitter. He can rake. 
Ben, one other player that that I wanted to ask on the uh, on the positional player side is Yvonne Herrera. So many Cardinals fans are excited about this this young catcher, and he's spent time at spring trainings and camps with Yadier Molina. What are you seeing from his game, not only on the offensive side but on the defensive side, just in terms of managing pitchers? Well, you know that's one area we are looking to just work on. You know, uh, Ivan is such an intelligent kid. He you know, you would never know that English is his second language. I mean, he can, I mean, he's fluent. He's just really a smart kid. And, and that's what, you know, I'm kind of nudging him to do is, Hey, now you're responsible for an entire staff, young man. You know what I mean? It's not just about you making yourself better. You've got to make this entire club better. And, uh, you know, that was a conversation we had maybe five or six days ago and, and he's taken to it. And, um, you know, defensively, I love how he works. You know, every day he's, he's pulling me to the cage and say, hey, BJ, can I work on my receiving? You know, can you uh, can we do the curveball machine and work on blocking? And, you know, that's any player that wants to work and, and work hard, it's going to get better. And this kid works hard and he gets and he's getting better. And man, he hit a ball last night that uh, out of the park. I mean, this ball was still going up when it left the stadium. I mean, this I mean, I, there was like shatterproof glass and I'm not surprised it didn't shatter because he I mean he <laughs> smoked this ball I mean he absolutely murdered this ball last night it was a breaking <laughs> ball to left field and man it, like I said it was still going up when it left when it left the stadium so he's just he's a strong kid um and you know he's he's just he's he he wants so much he wants it all you know and he just got to slow him down a little bit but he's a good kid and and uh you know, he's, he's a special, he's a special young man. Ben, one of your pitchers that I think kind of has gone under the radar, what he's done so far this season is Zach Thompson. Uh, then the number that really stands out to me is the two walks. And that had been an issue for him at times in the past. It seems like just based on the numbers that we have readily available to us, the command has improved this year, but uh, you get to watch him every fifth day. What have you seen so far from Zach Thompson that has been different from what you saw from him in the past? just the power behind his stuff, the power behind his stuff. I mean, you know, you talk about the walks and, and you know what, just to kind of to backtrack a little bit, Zach really worked his tail off this offseason, man. I mean, he came back bigger and stronger and he believes in his stuff so much and his stuff is playing now. So he doesn't have to walk guys. He can, you know, his stuff plays in the zone. So, you know, there's no, there's not a fear to where you got to nibble around the zone. Uh, and ex- try and expand the zone when your stuff's really good. So his stuff's playing, and he is just—I mean, he's—he's he, he's pitching, and he's—you know—he's—it's pitch and power right now with Zach. And uh, you know, when he's got all his his um, his curveball going, and he's got his—he's working on a little cutter now uh, that was really good yesterday. Uh, when he's got three pitches going, I mean, he's—he's. He's, He's pretty tough. He's pretty tough, and he's a bulldog, man. Like, I hate going and taking him out of the game. This huh. kid, <laughs> he just doesn't want to come out, you know, and that's just part of it. You know, I, I had to go take him out yesterday, and, man, he just didn't want to come out of the game. He's like, BJ, let me get this hitter. Let me get this hitter. Let, I can get this guy. I was like, I know you can, but you're at your pitch count, so you're coming out. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's he he's just really improved. He's really worked his tail off, and, and um, man, he's – He's just a strong, powerful guy. I would say that's been the most, you know, he's one of the most, uh, 
one of the guys that I'm most most excited about, you know, coming into this year. And, and uh, but it's it's power, man. It's power. He's, I mean, he overpowers hitters with his heater, and he's not afraid to pitch in. So it's pretty fun to watch. I love it. Ben, final one from me, and we've brought up all these individual names that so many Cardinals fans are excited about, but what about you? Who's popped out to you so far in the early portion of the season? Well, young man that just got called up, Brendan Donovan. I mean, he's a, he just does so many things well, He's and he's just a great kid. Um, hard-working kid, plays multiple positions, but uh, he just recently got caught up, and I mean, every single day he was just putting together quality of bat after quality of bat after quality of bat. Even his, his outs were, were hard out. So, you know, I'm just really proud of him. I'm really happy for him. Um, but he's, he's a young man that, that you know, that, that stood out to me this year. And, and he's, uh, he's gotten an opportunity to go help a big club. And, and um, you know, I'm just happy for him. He's, he's going to do well. He's going to do well. Ben, we'll get you out of here on this one. The pitch clock has been implemented down to the minors this year. It's something that uh, there's there's been a lot of talk about in the majors as well. Have you noticed a significant difference in terms of the pace of the game since it's been implemented in AAA? Absolutely, the pace of the game is faster. You know, it, it's it's we're moving we're most through games now. You know, to what. <laughs> There is, you know, I feel like there's some, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but it, it's there, you know, it's, it's a little, it, it, it's rubbing me. I won't say rubbing me the wrong way, but man, we're like some of the strategy that goes into baseball that you have to, you have to take a moment to, to put into play. Like if I'm going to take a second to put in on, to put a hit and run or, or to, to, to put a pick on, um, you know, you find yourself not doing that because there's just not enough time. There's just not enough time. I can't pick right here, even though I want to pick because our pitcher, you know, it's, you know, let's say he's, he kind of has a routine or, or a delivery that's, that's, that's a little more drawn out. You know how some guys, they just, you know, they, they come set a couple times and they do their shimmy and they do all that hmm. stuff. You know, we've got some guys with that and, 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 there's some, you know, there's just some elements of the game that, that we're just mashing past. And, you know, I don't, I, I, we're working through it and it's, it's an, we're trying to figure it out. Uh, and I feel like, you know, we're doing a really good job as far as clock management with our group. And those are ways. And now, and, the, and you know what clock management, how you manage the clock can, can, man, can, can dictate whether or not you win or lose the game. And that's just something that you never really would have thought when you thought about baseball. Sure. You know, it's just something that, you know, it's, it's, it's new for everyone and, and we're trying our best to navigate through it and, and we're, we're making the adjustments, but it's another factor that is just, un, it's kind of foreign that we're trying to navigate through. And man, I'm going to tell you right now, I've seen instances where player has walked or a player has struck out and no one in the building knows what just happened, you know, because of the clock, the clock went to zero and, you know, a player will walk to first base and, and no, nobody knows what happened. Like you're, if you're in the fans, if you're in the stands, like you really don't know, there wasn't a pitch thrown. He's either, he's out or he's, he's walking to first. And, and it's, it's just kind of odd, man. It's just, we're all making the adjustments, but it's a, there's some oddities to it. And we're trying to, 
work through it. It's interesting because I, I imagine like a, a playoff game, for example, right, Ben, you're, you're going up. Let's say it's the Mets versus the Cardinals and they're in the NLCS. It's the bottom of the ninth inning and you've got Dylan Carlson at the plate and he takes one second too long to get back into the box and suddenly he struck out games over. Mets are going to the World Series like that. That is one of the unintended consequences that I'm sure they probably got to work through with something like this. And, and man, I've seen it. I've seen, I mean, not so much that scenario, but I've seen that happen. I've seen it happen already. Like, you know, like leverage situations in ball games, ball four or strike three, just because the clock ran to zero. It's already happened. And it's just, it's weird, man. <laughs> it's odd. It's, it's odd. Yeah, something something they're definitely going to have to work through. It, it's interesting to hear your perspective on it, though, especially because we hear about it and they, all the numbers that you see, it's like 20 minutes has been cut off the minor league games. And all we think is, oh, great. That sounds awesome. Right. And then some, some of the unintended consequences, uh, you are able to bring some insight into that. It's interesting. Hey, Ben, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for the time today. We look forward to talking with you again soon. And, of course, hearing about more of your players that could be making their debuts later on this season. Hey, thank you guys for the time and, and have a great day. I had fun, man. I appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. Thanks, That's Ben Johnson, the Memphis Redbirds manager, joining us here on 101 ESPN.